0: You're listening to the Weekly Wrap-Up on Sprott Money News.
1: Well, hello once again from Sprott Money News and com. It's Friday. It's September the 6th, 2019. That means this is your Weekly Wrap-Up. I'm your host, Craig Hemke, and joining us again this week is Eric Sprott himself. Eric, good morning.
0: Hey, Craig. We have a wild week happening here, so uh, it'll be interesting to see uh, how this resolves itself.
1: It will be interesting indeed. In fact, is this a uh, correction or is it a sale? Uh, either way, always a good time to add to your stack of physical metals. So don't forget that these weekly wrap-ups are brought to you by Sprott Money. You can always find great deals at Sprott Money. In fact, this week we are bringing out uh, and then we have a, a stack for you of the RCM Silver Grizzlies, which you go to the SprottMoney.com site and check it out. That's a pretty cool looking coin. SprottMoney.com or, of course, 888-861-0775 to lay your hands on some silver grizzlies. I got Eric Sprott here. He's silver and he's feeling a little grizzly.
0: <laughs> and that's exactly what I was thinking. Man, I got to get some of those silver grizzlies. That uh, plays right into my handbook, for goodness sake. That's exactly silver right. grizzly.
1: That's exactly right. All right, Mr. Grizzly. We are. Let's put it this way. Uh, after falling a uh, dollar sixty, what is that, about 9% in 36 hours, silver's back up to eighteen seventy-two as we speak, which, in the big picture, puts it up 38 cents or 2% on the week, up 2% on the week. What are your thoughts after these last couple of days?
0: Well, if you had asked me on Wednesday what I thought, I would have said, well, it seems obvious to me that the, the commercial banks have lost the game, that... Uh, they realize that uh, if they want to cover their shorts, obviously, you've got to be in the buy side. But because they were the only seller, where are they going to get the product from? And I, I, the losses were becoming incredible. Uh, I mean, I got their losses well over $10 billion here. Now, that's not small change anymore. And, of course, it looked like silver and gold were both going to keep running here. And I, I still expect them to keep running. Uh, We came out with a couple of uh, minutiae economic things, uh, which were the the stronger PMI in the services, and then the EDP number came out at uh, 195. And next thing you know, they're trashing gold. And of course, they wait for these numbers and some slight pretext for a reason to bomb gold. And I think what happened yesterday is that essentially the only way that you can to cover your position is you got to run the stops. These people who put in stop loss orders, you know, maybe their stop loss was at 1840 or 1830 or 1810 or 20. It was you pick your number, okay? And they just run the price through them, and they ended up being net buyers yesterday. Um, so it seems to me uh, that's exactly what they did. I think they bought something like effectively 30 million ounces of gold and something like a million-odd ounces, uh, sorry, 30 million ounces of silver, and uh, something like a couple of million ounces of gold to reduce their short position. Uh, Now, I'm sure that having seen the ADP number of 195, they might have expected a better jobs report, and we might have seen a second tranche of this today, uh, because there's probably some pretty big stops down at 1,500 and lower. Now, they 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 haven't quite run them yet, but anyway, uh, with the jobs report having come out and it was uh, whatever it was, one hundred thirty four thousand jobs, which is really a ho hum report, and, and particularly ho hum when you consider that um, they revised both July and June down. Uh, so it was was way below everyone's expectations, and of course that's had uh, the effect of ending the sell-off for the time being because it's now not data-supported. Um, and when I see uh, what's going on in the physical markets, uh, particularly in silver, I mean, we've discussed this before, but there was a the little thing added on this week, and that was the amount of silver that got imported to to India yeah. in uh, July. And it went up by 230%. It went from 300 and 14 tons to 1,041 tons, and to put that in perspective, the silver market's a 27,000 ton per year market. So 1,000 tons a month is 12,000 tons a year. If it was an annualized pace, that, that would have them consuming something like 40 uh, percent of the silver market. And and when you change that violently in a month, it's not for industrial purposes. Okay, that's people investing. And, of course, we, we know the, the uh, Indians are famous for being very price conscious. And when gold went up, uh, their imports of gold went down substantially in, uh, in July. So they turned to silver. Yeah. And uh, when I look at the silver data that the Silver Institute puts out, it suggests that investment being coins and bars is literally less than 20% of the market. Well, 20% of the uh, 27,000 no, tons is 5,400 tons. Well, you can't have India buying a thousand tons a month. Most of it going to investment and think you're not going to have a shortage. Of course, the same is true of, uh, ETFs that theoretically have added 120 million ounces, uh, which is about uh, 400 tons. Uh, so, so we have, and these all occur in a very short time period. It really makes me doubt that the silver ETF got the silver, when right. you see what was happening in both India and here. Where are you going to get that kind of tonnage? I mean, that's that's more than the tonnage produced in the month, and most of the tonnage produced in a month is supposed to go to in- industry, not to uh, to investment. So I think the uh, silver shorts are in a very, very, very difficult position. If this thing continues to heat up, and of course it probably has heated up in in August, we don't have the data yet, but so far, the last three months in India, we're numbers like 812, 854, and now 1,041. So they're they're buying with with reckless abandon there, and there's not enough silver around to uh, satisfy those positions. The shorts are shorts something like a billion two ounces, and the average production is a billion ounces. Where are they going to get the silver from? Yeah. So I'm hoping we get back to this sort of slow rise where every time there's a beat down, the buyers come back in, and the price eventually goes up, the commercials have to come into the market or they've got to declare force majeure. Either one is a strong possibility, so we'll stand by on that. But I think the fundamentals for gold and silver uh, both look good on the, the money flow front.
1: I, I, and I think what you're suggesting is I mean, there's fundamental rationale for why silver rushed Uh, and moved pretty strongly these last couple of weeks from 15, 16 up to 19 and almost 20. Uh, That kind of substitution effect, gold keeps rising. And so now all of a sudden there's a pickup in silver demand, which I guess, you know, this was such a violent sell-off. A lot of it coming during COMEX hours yesterday. Uh, It really just kind of seemed like a, a paper trader's stop run, like you said. So this is more of like a little mini correction than a trend change. Would you agree with that?
0: Well, I I think it's fabricated. There's no doubt in my mind that it's fabricated. You know, these guys, they're all in it, okay? you got eight commercial traders that are short like a ton of silver. And, of course, you notice that silver went down the most, okay? Because that's really where the Achilles heel is, because that's where the physical demand and the money flows can change that physical demand so quickly. It's such a small market. There might only be a billion ounces available Per that's that costs you eighteen billion dollars. Well, in this day and age, what's eighteen billion dollars? I mean, right. what, what if one central bank decided to buy silver instead of gold? It'd be all over. So, and and by the way, I, I love going back to the data points when I look at the trading in the S and the trading in the GLD. Like yesterday, yesterday the GLD uh, got something like just under three billion dollars of trading, and uh, the SLV. Uh, had uh, something like 850 million, so we're we're talking a ratio of three to one. The price is eighty to one. Mm-hmm. The buying is three to one, and 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 ninety percent of gold's available for investment, and only twenty percent of silver's available for investment. SLVs an investment vehicle. I mean, how can this go on? Right. It's, it's really it's it's begging the question here. You know, like when's this this whole thing so? I still think it's going to break, uh, and it might just be that they got to cover on a, on a rising price, and therefore we could see some dramatic action in the, both silver and gold here, which is I continue to expect.
1: And, and before we get to some of the specific uh, names that have been sent in this week for you, Eric, let's just talk again real quick about the dynamics of a bull market and how an increase in the price of the metal – flows through to share price, to book value, to earnings, all that kind of stuff. Can you can you add some wisdom there just to remind yeah. people of where we are in this?
0: Well, of course, I've always, when I talk about, uh, when I first mentioned, well, what if the gold price goes to 1450 when I was at 1275 <laughs> I said, geez, it's going to change the the uh, value of companies dramatically. And then you go to 1550 and I've got guys talking about 1650 and 1700 A very interesting data point which I'd never seen put quite the way I saw it as I was reviewing a company's uh, corporate presentation. And the company's called Nova Gold. They talk about their Dawnland Creek project. And of course, the uh, feasibility study was done on 1250 gold. But uh, they had a slide saying, well, you know, if the price of gold doubled, uh, the net asset value of our property would increase by 22 times. 22 and that, to me, is what what it's all about here. That the returns that you could get from gold going from twelve fifty to twenty five in that instance is twenty two times. And of course, the higher the the cost of production, the more that nab improves the price because it kind of it iterates on itself, right? If you you're getting so much more money in faster that. It, present value improves quickly because the first few years of present value are more important than the last years of present value. Because if something out 15 years discounted at 5%, I mean, the impact of a price 15 years hardly has any effect because of the discount factor. So when people are looking at uh, some guy's feasibility study, BNAB is X, just imagine if that could be 22X, Fifteen years out. I mean, yeah. it, it's very dramatic, and I've seen it in other companies. So I was looking at a company where at twelve fifty gold, the P NAB was X. I'm going to use X, and at fourteen hundred gold, the P NAB by one hundred fifty percent. So on a roughly thirteen percent increase in gold, the P went up by one hundred fifty percent. Wow!
1: And Eric, I, I I want to ask you this too. In, in your experience. Uh, I mean, we've seen in the last 90 days these big run in gold and silver prices. We're getting into earnings season again for the major producers. How quickly would you expect to see those gains show up in earnings per share?
0: Well, Craig, for most companies, it's going to be immediate. And I'll just use Kirkland Omega as an example. It's it's not a hedged producer. The average price in the second quarter was probably like 1307. Maybe we're going to get an average price this quarter of 1500. Uh, if their margins were $600 at 1,300, they're going to be $800 at uh, at 1,500. So their earnings could be up by 33%. Uh, other companies who have higher costs, for example, a high cost producer whose cost was uh, 1,150 or let's say 1,100, he was making 200 gross margin. Now he's making 400 gross margin. Well, his earnings double. So we could see some very very dramatic. Improvements in in all the uh, gold and silver companies, uh, and it it happens incredibly fast. And I'm using 1500 as let's say an average for the quarter. It, it may or may not be there. We're above that now, but even next quarter, let's say we ended this quarter at 1600. Well, now we're starting the fourth quarter. We got another hundred bucks. So you know, the, a, a couple like uh, for example Kinross, they could have another 25% earnings increase yeah. by being at 1600. So It happens quickly.
1: Okay. Well, we'll keep an eye on it. Earnings season should be starting pretty soon. Uh, Eric, you're always very generous with your time, and we always have folks sending in uh, uh, their own ideas they want your opinion on. And uh, just to remind everybody, we look at all of them. We take all your emails, all your Twitter suggestions, and I run them past Eric. And to save time, if he does not have an opinion – then we don't talk about it because we can't get to all of them. But we ask, we look at all of them. Believe me, if you send them in, uh, we talk about them. So we only get the ones where Eric has an opinion. So I've got uh, a list of five or six. Eric, we probably better dive right into it. We had a couple people ask about Orcana. Orcana. Uh I know sure. that's not one you have a strong opinion in, but I wanted to make sure we get that one out there.
0: Yeah, well, it's it's a silver producer. Uh, I had been invested in it before, and it had been a somewhat of a disappointment for me. I don't own it. Uh, and that might be just because of my history that I don't, don't want to go there, but uh, uh, it's obviously going to move in line with the other silver producers. I guess that's probably the best way of putting it.
1: Sticking with silver, how about Silver One? Well, Silver One I, I
0: made a, a large investment in uh, simply because uh, it was recommended to me by uh, Keith Neumeier, uh who was on the board of uh, Silver One and trying to help them along. Uh it's uh, got very interesting resources it was of course these stocks were trading for nothing uh probably 2 months ago when i when i bought it and they've all appreciated somewhat dramatically um but you know with the view that silver could be 30 40 50 dollars you know we're going to get that multiplier effect <laughs> it's going to be yep. significant so i, I like it
1: Stepping away from gold and silver, how about a company called Pure Nickel?
0: Well, Pure Nickel, actually, uh, theoretically, it's, it's a gold company. Oh. They're, making a, they're making a bid for, I think it's called Fior Gold, something like that. I, I've also supported that company significantly. Uh, the people running it uh, want to kind of do what the, you call a roll-up strategy, go and find some, some uh, properties that aren't properly valued, in the environment we foresee, so I was willing to uh, to buy a stake in it. Uh, I, I haven't seen the details of the, the effect of the merger yet, uh, but I'm sure that will be forthcoming.
1: How about a company called Gold Source Mines? Gold Source, yeah. Uh, well, they had a property down in
0: Guyana. I think it's called the Gold Eagle or something. It had eagle in the name. It had, I think it was like 650,000 ounces, and they drilled it property further south of it called uh, it was called Symbol or something like that. And uh, they had a pretty good hole. Now, in the follow-up drilling, they haven't yet proven that there's continuity to this. So they, ha- they had a drilling result that came out that was somewhat disappointing. Uh, I haven't been active in the stock, but I'm tempted to get active again on the long side, simply mm-hmm. because the initial resource has got to increase significantly in value, uh, let alone finding the new resource. So uh, I was—I I did have a conversation with management. They're still upbeat about uh, being able to add significantly resources, but they haven't been able to prove it yet, so the stock's been weak. And, you know, until they come up with some continuity there, it might stay weak. But that doesn't mean that the existing asset isn't worth a lot more today than what it was three months ago, which all gold assets are worth more than they were than they were three months ago
1: right and finally we had a number of people asking about a couple of our old favorites uh wallbridge and then of course yeah. kirkland lake Do you have any updates on sure. either of those well i don't really have any updates in the
0: sense that there's been no real uh, significant announcements in quite a while uh, wallbridge might be five weeks and uh, kirkland might be two months uh we do know in the case of kirkland that uh you know, the price going up has got to be helping operations. They're supposed to be having a pretty good quarter here because of Fosterville and Macassa coming through. Uh, there's some talk that it might go into the TSX-60. It would make it one of the 60 largest companies in Canada. Uh, that is supposed to be announced today. I don't know the exact time. It might be after the close. That went in, it would create some pretty good buying uh, for Kirkland Lake. Uh, in the case of Wallbridge, uh, they're, they're having issues getting their assays done. If you, you look at what they depict on their glass and the visible gold they've encountered, well, we could get some stunning announcements here. I keep hoping it, it should, should have come out two weeks ago and maybe this week. and uh, I can't even imagine it will be next week because it's been way too long. Uh, but they, they want to get these are long holes. They're almost like 1,000-meter holes. And you got to get in because there's gold throughout the thousand meters, you got to assay the whole hole. And it's, it takes a little time to assay something that large. So, And they got to get all the assays back and uh, rearrange before they report it. So it's been a bit of a slow moving process, but I do believe they're set up to have some pretty interesting results. And of course, I'm a big owner of the company, and um, you might think I'm biased. <laughs> which I am,
1: but the gold price has gone up a lot. The
0: stock really hasn't gone up much because of the price of gold, but obviously that's going to help in the long run.
1: As we go to wrap, uh, we've got obviously a few hours left in the trading day, and there's a speech later today from Chairman Powell, so that might still impact things, but I guess I want to leave people with the idea that gold's actually now up $2 on the week, and silver's up $0.50. It doesn't feel like it, but at the end of the day, hey, that's not so bad.
0: Well, We all had to take a thrashing the way through, right? Right. It's like running the the gauntlet here. We might have got through. Uh, It certainly would appear that way with the the jobs number just ripping uh, away the ADP report. So we've taken that crutch away from uh, the cartel's support. And now... uh, they can say that the PMI number is good. But, you know, we keep seeing the manufacturing weak. And yeah. you see the numbers out of Germany are weak. And there's all sorts of weakness globally. So uh, I'm not, I don't want to, I don't think people should get too excited about the economy getting stronger. So, yeah, it looks good. I'm, I'm sure that uh, the cartel would love to have bombed it with about a 220,000 job number. But they didn't get it. So we're in pretty good shape here.
1: So to that end, if you and I are right, and this was just a little mini correction rather than a trend change, it's always time to buy the dip and add to your stack. Sprott Money is the way to do it. You can buy metal there. You can store metal with us at any of our locations around the world. SprottMoney.com is where you want to go, or of course you can call us, 888 Eight six one zero seven seven five. Eric, my friend, I hope you have a great weekend, and I very much look forward to talking to you next week to see where we are then.
0: I'm gonna get right off this call and buy some silver grizzlies. I just relate to that, and uh, I got to add it to my collection. So, <laughs> so I'm looking forward to next week. Let's hope we don't have to get thrashed again next week. We'll see.
1: Let's hope not. All right, my friend, have a great weekend, and from all of us here at Sprott Money News and SprottMoney.com, thank you for listening. We will talk to you next Friday.